Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live every day from sunny Southern California. Welcome. Welcome in. All right. The big news of the day is that uh, Carson Wentz is now a Washington Commanders. He is the head commander of the Commanders. Right? Is that what it is? He's the head commander of the Commanders? Okay. Commander-in-Chief? He's the com- No, the Commander-in-Chief is, is, jo- is Joe Biden. Can I ask you guys a question? Okay. Can I, like, this is an honest question. Um, let me ask you guys a question. I, I, I made fun of this last night, but the LA city council unanimously approved a measure condemning Putin's invasion of Ukraine. Like what, why do we do this? Why do I, why do we do this? Anybody? I mean, I, I, I would guess that it's, it's politically right right now to be on the side of Ukraine. So I'm guessing politicians are rushing to be on the record, right? It's a, I guess, but you're an L.A. City Council member. Like, yeah, I it know. may not seem like the big the biggest deal, but in 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 terms of the Ukrainian people of L.A., yeah. um, it may um, just I don't know may it may help so them. It's a it's a sign show, of support. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Okay, I mean, I have friends what? that are Ukrainian, and they think it's they, they they'll they, some of them. I'm sure are they I mean, like, look, it's pretty cool when there's a kid, Max Shulga plays for Utah State. He's from Kiev, right? And he his family is still there. And um, he came out, uh, you know, to their last home game. And the student section had yellow and blue cards I held up, you know, and there's they had the Ukrainian flag. Like it was really good, really emotional. And that that's awesome. And and the, you know, lighting up buildings, blue and yellow are cool. It does feel like, I mean, just it it has a feel of pandering, like did it? it it's like um, it's like an I'm an anti cancer guy. Like, is there a pro cancer guy out there? I'm not really well, sure. No, but no, but there there are you know there may be Russian people who support uh, what is going on, and I think that that's a part of it. My my wife is Armenian and um, feels very strongly, um, you know, obviously about the the Armenian genocide. Sure, and so. Um, you know, just the just the actual acknowledgement of that is a really, really big deal uh, within that community. So okay. that's where I, that's where well, at yeah, least see, I draw yeah, see, the parallels. No, you're, you know. you're at, by the way, you're absolutely right. The acknowledgement of Armenian genocide and that it's real and that we don't talk about it. We haven't talked about it enough is a very, very real thing. Um, so I, I get it. And I also think that, you know, I like anytime staying silent is supporting the bully is, is some sense. I, I just, I don't know if there's been any, I haven't seen anywhere, anything pro Russia. I mean, there's one guy on TV that, that I just, I sure. spit out my drink uh, who, who tried to, 
promote the idea of, well, what if we look at it from this perspective? Outside of that, nobody does. And I just, I, I do wonder how it hits, how it lands with somebody who's Ukrainian. Like, yeah, I, do, do, you, do you act, does it actually mean something? I don't know, I'm interested. I think the silence would probably mean something. Like, granted, the actual, you know, it's, I don't want to, I don't want to minimize it by saying it's the thought that counts. Yeah. But I think that, that there is a part of that. Like if to your point, if if you're ignoring it, you're not exactly you know, you're you may not be supporting, you know, what Russia is doing, but you also aren't denying it. So Okay. Okay. Check out the latest lines from World of Sports, a Bet River Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Gotta be twenty one, present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania play. Gambling problem call one eight hundred gambler. All right, so the Nets, remember they're playing on the road and uh, they had given up. How many was it to Jason? How many did Jason Tatum have the other day when he lit them up? Was it 51? 54. 54. Okay, 54. So last night, the Nets, again, you're on the road. You still have Kyrie. They haven't changed that rule as of yet. Uh, there's some push to change it, but they haven't changed it. They go into Charlotte and beat the Hornets 132-121. Like, man, that's some shooting and scoring. Kyrie Irving had 50 points, also had six assists. He had 50 on 19 shots. Like, that part is nuts. That part is insane. Insane. 50 on 19 shots. Can anybody look? Is there any way to find? That has to be the fewest number of shots to to score 50 points in NBA history. He, He only took 12 threes. He made nine of them. And they win 132-121. So, if you remember our the schedule, March 10th is circled on everybody's calendar. What is March 10th? March 10th is the return of the Nets to Philadelphia. Ben Simmons would be back. But Ben Simmons has got a uh, <clears throat> bad back, don't you know? A bad back. Doc Rivers was asked if there would be a video tribute to Ben Simmons. Take a listen. Yeah, I do actually. You know, Ben was very did Ben did a lot of good things here. You know, uh, it didn't end well, right? Uh, just like marriages and all kinds of other things don't end well, right? But um, Ben did a lot of good things here, and so you know, it's funny. I don't know if we are or not, but uh, if we did, I'd have no issues with it. Part of that question, if you could make a comparison, I remember Vince Carter being in New Jersey, they had playing in Toronto for the first time. Ben, of course, will play. What do you think that will be? No, I don't get involved in that. I don't know. Uh, our fans are so silent, so I can't imagine anything happening. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's sarcasm, kids. I, I do think, and, and here's one of the things. Um, some of this relates to the West Brick stuff and what we discussed yesterday. I do think that Philadelphia fans are going to be given a pass, and they shouldn't be tonight. Because that they you know you're made to feel like you were the reason, and yeah, you're part of the reason. Like, we, we, there is, you're allowed to boo. I think you're allowed to do tasteful stuff. I do think there's there's some element like we we have to make him feel like he's less than human. I, I don't know. The, the whole thing is very weird. With I just I've never gone to a game and thought. I'm going to curse a player on the other team out. 
<laughs> right? And I don't think most people come in with the idea that, you know, they, they come in and they think I'm going to give them the business. Then they have a couple pops and everybody's doing it. And one guy, one or two guys go over the line. It should be pointed out that in terms of video tribute, Doc Rivers did not offer that up. He was asked about it. And I think there was tongue planted firmly in sheep in ter- cheek in terms of the question. And Doc is just like, yeah, look, he did a lot of good things. It just ended poorly. Here's KD when asked if he would talk to Simmons about what it's like to go back to this type of environment. Absolutely not. That's one of those things he's going to have to experience for himself. I can't go over there. Nobody's going to hold his hand. I'm sure it's going to be some personal attacks. There's going to be some, you know, something that might, you know, some words that may trigger you as personally. But that's just how fans are. They want to get under our skin. They want to let their voices be heard. Part of the experience of coming to an NBA game is the heck you know. Some people don't even enjoy basketball. They just like their lives are so and they, they get to just aim it at other people, you know. So it's easy to kind of get that release at a basketball game. So Ben understands that. And I'm um, sure some stuff may be funny. Yeah, you never know. But at the end of the day, we realize that life is amazing. We play the game of basketball for a living. A little bit of trash talk is what it is. I, I, I do like that. I mean, like, look, when he went, when, when KD went back to Oklahoma City, they were calling him Cupcake, right? Like, there's a lot worse things in the world to be taunted by cupcakes. Uh, and I like the fact that he acknowledged, like, some of it's going to be funny. He, here's my question. And, Byer, I know you've never gone and heckled somebody again. I do feel like Jay Stu, Jay Stu, I'm, I'm sure there's a game you've been where the, you've, the Dodgers are taking on the Giants uh. and you've yelled something at, at, a, at a San Francisco Giant. No, no, I, I can't say that in my adulthood I have, but I will say, Mike, my freshman year at Cal State Fullerton, I was the guy that screamed at your uh, opposing rebels and gauchos and whatnot. Okay. Um, do you think that people do that for a release? Like, the rest of their life has issues, and that's how they get their release. Absolutely, yes, and I'll add this. I think that fans have it in their head that they can impact the game. Like they want to be a part of the win and they think that they could do that. Hmm. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Ramos. My wife and I got tickets to go see uh, a game up at Cam, not Candlestick Park, but whatever it was at that point, AT&T and the Giants were playing the Atlanta Braves and my wife was sitting out there and we were, Barry Bonds was out there in left field where we were sitting there and she, like stood up and yelled out like steroids. <laughs> and I said, honey, we're not at Dodger Stadium. We are in San Francisco and it, the Dodgers aren't even playing. It's like the Braves and the Giants and the people here are not against Barry Bonds. They are like with him. So you just need, we can't do that. Wait, so you left Suzanne on an island? No, no. <laughs> and then somebody chucked a battery at her and she had a- well, you know. I, I kind of sat her down and I said we shouldn't we you shouldn't say that down? here. Yeah, she's yeah. I said don't we don't need you to say. What do you want to die? No, no. <laughs> well, do you know who these? I, do you, you, you I, stop I, and go. Do you know who these evil <laughs> people are? They're not even human beings, uh, Zen. <laughs> they, they don't. They're mouth breathers. Okay, they they support the the San Francisco Giants. They're the worst human beings on earth. What are you doing? Like she understood what Barry. Then Bond. all of a sudden, some guy jumped you, and it, the whole <laughs> thing was on. Yeah, so I, it wasn't the right time or place. Uh, you know, to say that. So, you know, was it because it was a, re- a release for her? Well, because she knew she had known that he was being investigated or that that was one of his deals was that he people were talking about him using steroids. So she felt the need to just scream it out to him since we were 
right across from him, but not realizing that we're not in Dodger right, Stadium. But now we at... can't get him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. It was Suzanne. It was my wife. So Fine. Blame Suzanne. <laughs> Blame Suzanne. Cla- classic Ramos there. You hear this buyer? Like, oh, it wasn't, oh, yeah. it wasn't me. <laughs> wasn't me. Uh, I love the one random voice that Barry Bonds probably heard, and it just happened to be Suzanne's steroids. <laughs> yeah. He's like, wait, Suzanne? Really? I thought we were close. I had no idea. I love the John Ramos show, right? I, I just. <laughs> That's Barry Bonds talking right now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Wasn't sure who was speaking. Well, he he was talking, but he had his he's he was at his lazy boy with his two different TVs <laughs> that nobody else is allowed to change the channel on. Uh, he was drinking a protein shake and and taking anabolic steroids at the at the time. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I I just I do think people think it affects the game. I think that affect affects people, but in this particular case, he's not playing. That's a weird one to me. Like he's actually not playing in the game. So if you're heckling him, you're just heckling him to get your venom out. Right. That, that's, that's really kind of what Correct. it is. You're, you're not doing, you can't give me the whole like, well, just trying to help the support the team, you know, support, trying to support the team. Like I, I love fan interaction. I like guys. I like to stay like to have conversations with people. I do like when people are funny. I do know that being funny is hard. And sometimes you say something and it's not great. doesn't, doesn't land great. Like who, who knows that better than me? I guess the story of my life. But I, I think there's a, there's a viciousness that is scary that it shows kind of inside. You got some stuff going on. And the problem is there's like 18,000 people and you can't, you can't weed that out. That's just too hard to weed out. But I generally, kind of despise it i just do just not for the as kevin durant said like there's some funny stuff and there's some and you know you kind of gotta you kind of gotta face it it's part of the deal it's fans want to be involved it's always you know it's like 10 people in a crowd of eighteen thousand that are just the worst just the worst on the other hand that's a huge win for the nets by the way um our crack research team or our research team that's on crack adrian dantley had the fewest shot attempts in a game to score 50 or more points. 17 attempts. Now, I'm going to guess, remember, AD, I don't, think he, I don't think he hit a three, so that means he had a ton of free throws. He was a, he was a free throw machine. And then, of course, he got, remember, he got, did he get, he got traded to the Pistons and they went on the run. The Pistons tra- traded, what, Mark Aguirre? Is that right? Exactly right. That was a huge trade back then. It was in reverse. Dantley went to Dallas. And then, right? And then Aguirre you know came to Detroit. Is that right? what happened? Wasn't. Uh, well, crack research will get on that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I th- I, that's what I thought it was. Let's, let's, let's. Yeah. Because Dantley was, Dantley was in Detroit in the. No, he was in, 80s. no, he was in, no, he was in, what? he was with the Mavericks. And then in 88, he was traded to the Pistons. And. Aguirre? Um, no, Dantley. Oh, Dantley? Yeah. Dantley was with the Mavericks first and traded with Aguirre. No. Yes, I'm looking Here, at Here's the headline. Pistons acquire Aguirre and trade for Dantley. Pistons Wait, acquire Aguirre and trade for Dantley. Wait, but how, yeah. how is that possible? Like, look, he was with the Mavericks, and then he went to the Pistons. He wasn't on the Pistons and the Mavericks. Who Who are you talking? You're talking about Dantley. I'm talking about Adrian Dantley. Adrian Dantley was traded from the Mavericks to the Pistons, and then they won two titles with him on the team. 
No, oh, no it's, it's the, the other way. way. You're right. Yeah. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I misread it because the stats I'm looking at, uh, they go in sequential order. You're right. I'm wrong. You're, you guys are right. Not a Hall I, of Famer, I, right? Dantley? Is he one of the guys that you always hear brought up like greatest players not in the Hall of Fame? Why isn't he? Like, I, I want you, I want, okay, I want you to close your eyes. I'm going to tell you, tell you his numbers here, okay? Okay, he averaged 28, 30 and a half, 30, 30 and a half, 30 and a half, 26, 30, uh, 21 and a half with the Pistons, 20, 18, 20. So, like, he went, he went through a five-year period there where he averaged 30 a game. He is in the Hall of Fame. He is in the Hall of Fame? Well, <laughs> oh, yes. there you go. That's what I meant. He's in the Hall of Fame. Of course he is. This is a terrible re- uh, radio segment where I want to know butchered. less. I have more stories about Suzanne cackling at people if you want. <laughs> Imagine. Okay, give, me one, give me one more. No, I'm just joking. That was just a joke there. Imagine if Dantley's listening to the show right now. <laughs> nah, man. Weren't you on the Bulls that year? <laughs> I the 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 shrill female voice you do hear coming from the stand, so there is a possibility that Suzanne <laughs> is part of the. Did she scream it, or she, she just, just say steroids? She just, wow, she just said steroids? <laughs> Question mark? Was yeah, like wow, well, just steroids <laughs> like that. Like, or was it steroids? <laughs> no. What you should have done is you should have gotten the steroids chant going, much like the steroids. Yeah. Chant. Well, I don't steroids. think steroids. You should have. That's what you should have done for your wife. You shouldn't have said, "Honey, we're around heathens. These are." <laughs> well, I didn't say that. They, they, you know, these are knuckle draggers that breathe out of their <laughs> mouth. They like the San Francisco <laughs> Giants for crying out loud. Okay, you got to be careful what you say. Instead, you should have said, "Suzanne, my dear, my love, um, if you're going to taunt, you have to make it sound better." <laughs> and she's like, "What do you mean?" So instead of saying steroids, right? Question mark. You need to go steroids. Steroid. All right. What would be? Uh, okay. So Dan, let's just say you're a you're a seventy sixer fan, and so are you, Jay Stu, and so are you, Ramos, and we're trying to come up with a chant that is both good and funny and clever for Ben Simmons tomorrow night. What would it be? Wow, uh, Dan's always great at this. So well, I'll, I'll I, let him I, think about I, it. I mean, on the spot, that's uh, that's tough. Um, gosh. How about I got one? Okay. Shooter, shoot. No, like he's like a shooter. Like uh, I don't know. I think there'll be other chants that we can't say on the radio. No, honestly. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. is there is there a clever? I'm saying we're clever. trying to come up with a clever one that here's that isn't. Go ahead. Uh, this is what I'll say. I think that they are so scorned in Philadelphia, and you have to remember that city doesn't even like their good players. So to to go against a guy who didn't want to be there that was thought to be one of their saviors and for him not wanting to play, I think it's so personal to that fan base that you're just I mean you're gonna it's a you're not gonna want to bring kids to that game. I don't think there's anything clever or catchy right, that you could chant. Right. <laughs> it's gonna be blunt because they are yeah. Nothing we, subtle about Philly I, fan. I want you guys to think about it. And I want Twitter to think about it. I want Facebook to think about it as well. Doug Gottlieb Show page on Facebook. Instagram as well, at Gottlieb Show. At Gottlieb Show on Twitter. Give me a chant, okay? You can't curse that you think, or something you could yell at Ben Simmons, that would be funny. 
Okay? That would be funny. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. I, you know what, Dan, I actually, I know you did that, and I want to, I, I got your back on this thing, okay? So what a listener doesn't know is, okay, Dan not only does, Dan not only does uh, updates for us, he has a bunch of other stuff going on, and he's, he doesn't actually have to pop in on the show because he's doing these other jobs, so... When he mentioned the score and he did, he, I think it was, he said Arizona instead of Arizona State. Like, I, I, who cares? Like, dude, really? I don't, I just don't understand people that, I, I don't understand people that, that, that do that. I, I don't. It, it actually really bothers me that, you know, it's like, sure. I knew the score, I knew I, what you meant. And I also know that you're doing like 15 things at once. And the last thing you need is me bothering you. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. This is also what happens is sometimes the computer refreshes. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't. And I knew that it didn't. So as I was trying to refresh it, I'm trying to refresh it and then read the score and left out the state. And I also think I gave a dated score, but Arizona State yeah, is up on Stanford 50 to 38. Okay. Uh, It could be Jared Hosser's last game as head coach of Stanford. A lot of of discussions about that job potentially becoming open. That one's a that's a difficult one. Yeah. there was something else. I, what, we, what were we, what were we talking about? Oh, we we got these. Chan- I got some of these chants here. Some are pretty good, right? Some of you just say Simmons. I, I like this one. Thank you, Brooklyn. Thank you, Brooklyn. What do you guys yeah, think? That's that pretty one? good. That's I like good. it. Right, like Brooklyn took off or took our problem away. Uh, I'd like that one. So, you see the one that says Charmin? I guess softy Char-man. quitter. Charmin. Charmon. In these Quitter. situations, you want to ask yourself what a lot Quitter. of people ask themselves. What? what? What would Skip Bayless call him? I mean, because you know that would be very catchy and, uh, you know, creative. What would what? What would be catchy and creative? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking at some of these chants here, you know. Wait, what would be... I. It's the old, it's the old, I mean, in these situations, I think I do what most people do. What would Skip Bayless call him? That's. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, obviously this comes back to the Westbrook comment and what I said about Skip and, and, you know, it's like, look, people, you can take it however you want to take it. I, I'm, I'm just telling you, like the guy has created an incredible brand for himself I just think you don't need to do that. And even if you find it clever, it um, it empowers fans to do the same. That, that's that's the problem with it, right? I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't, I, the, the name calling thing, I, I think I've, uh, plenty of NBA people I know find that to be not necessarily offensive, but just like, why, what, what are you doing? You know, if your if your show is about takes and then substance to back up those takes, that's good. But just and look, calling a guy a bricklayer, like I so you so you guys know, when I was at Oklahoma State, my first year there, um, we went to Oklahoma, and when I walked out, they threw the student section threw hundreds of credit cards, fake credit cards at me. You know, and then they had a big which do you take Visa or Mastercard. You know, I, I thought it was pretty clever. And then 
my junior years, my second year there, they had the Gottlieb Brickometer. And every time I missed a shot, they had like a little, it was almost like a, a, a hand on a time thing, right? And it would move to like two, three. And I was terrible and we got beat. And I was like one for 10. So the Gottlieb Brickometer had nine bricks on it. It was pretty awesome. That one I found to be funny. Like, I, I just, I think clever is way better than mean. And, and, and definitely like vile has no place. But you try to be funny and clever. I like that. Speaking of trying to be clever and fun and funny, it's the midpoint of the show. It's the midpoint of the week. Let's get to the midway. Stuck in the middle with you. It's time for Stuck in the Middle. The Midway. Okay. So here's the midway. We thought, what is the story of this week? And as much as I would love to say, hey, championship week in college basketball, like, eh. No. Aaron Rodgers coming back? No. I think it's Denver's blockbuster trade. And to a lesser extent, Carson Wentz being traded a second time in two years. So, here's what we're going to do. And you can help us out on social media. All of us have, what do we say we have a collective? Like, it's not 100 years of sports radio, but it's close to. 100 like years, years of experience total. Okay. It's pretty good. John counting for like 40 of those. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> I do have a lot. That's correct. Steroids? Steroids? The Midway. So, what's the most impactful sports trade you can remember? Uh, I'll start with you, Dan Byer. I, I consider it the granddaddy of them all, and that's Herschel Walker dealt from the Dallas Cowboys to the Minnesota Vikings. The, the uh, Walker was really good in his short time with Dallas. But the amount that Dallas got in return and how it changed that franchise and turned it around is I just I think that that when you say trade and and I really think in any sport, but specifically as we talk football, the Herschel Walker trade is to me the biggest one. Okay, doesn't it speak to to like how much running backs were valued at some point in the NFL, like how much he got? In that, or how much the Cowboys got in that deal speaks to like what a running back demanded that much. It just seems completely out of touch. Well, it's it's like a different sport, right? The running back used to be your franchise player, now it's your quarterback. And and also, remember the Vikings were like, hey, since we gave up so much, we're also going to have him uh, uh, running back kicks too. The the opposite of the mentality now is, you know, since we paid so much, we need to protect him. We're going to run him back kicks, maybe some punts. That was a good one. Um, this one. These two actually impact me personally, right? We were all here, I think, when uh, Gretzky was traded um, to the Kings. Um, Bruce McNall at the time on the Kings, he made, at the time, the biggest trade in the history of the city, I want to say. And knowing how much it impacted the city, the sport of hockey, um, on a personal level, it made me interested in the sport for a couple years. I I, I soon lost interest in that sport, but it, it made me interested. And then, of course, Pedro Martinez dealt to Montreal for Delano de Shields, and we all know how that ended up. That's an interesting one that you picked out, though, for the, that Pedro Martinez. Okay, uh, John Ramos? <clears throat> uh, the one I remember, I was going to say the Gretzky one as well. I think that yeah. one definitely, because, I mean, that changed he, hockey. He, he changed hockey yeah. and complete the, the sit, this city – Something Los Angeles right. became a hockey town for a period of time, and there would be no 
Anaheim Ducks had Gretzky not been traded, I guess. That was one of the big reasons of promoting San Jose and the Ducks in the hockey. Anyway, that's been given already. So mine would be obviously close to home as well. I, I think uh, the trade, for me, a shocking trade to me was when the Dodgers traded Mike Piazza. I thought they would ne- never get rid of Mike Piazza. I thought he was their face of the Dodgers for those many years. And to trade him was just shocking. I think it shocked Los Angeles as well. So also, um, Kevin Garnett being traded from Minnesota to one, um, yeah. Boston. Yeah. That kind of yeah. was like, because he was Minnesota's face as well. And the fact that uh, he just went to Boston and they, I don't know, wasn't that the one they thought was kind of like uh, an under, like, because it wasn't Kevin McHale, the yeah. Minnesota GM yeah. or something like that? Yeah. Uh-huh. So Took care of Danny Ainge? Yeah. That's what the thought was there, right? But those would be my two that were kind of pretty big and kind of in your face, so. Piazza mm. one was huge. The Midway. I, uh, um... All right, the biggest trade in the history of sports is not the Herschel Walker trade. You said granddaddy of them all. The great, great, great granddaddy of them all is the Babe Ruth trade. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Okay. Literally, the great. No, but I'm just saying, like, that's the great, 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 great. Like, Herschel Walker is the trade where it was to unload the kitchen sink. Okay? And you're right. Now the the I have the baby to that one, right? That's the if that's the granddaddy, I have the baby or whatever. But the great 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 granddad is the Babe Ruth traded, right? And he was traded for a musical, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean that's John was on the air that day. <laughs> John, what did you think of the musical, John? Oh now, man. Babe Ruth, yeah, Babe Ruth for $100,000 in cash. Okay, so Babe Ruth's the great, 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 great. Hold on, wait, I got a couple more. The the newest version of the Herschel Walker trade was the Ricky Williams trade. Oh, yeah. Right, where the Saints traded every draft pick they had for Ricky Williams. Just ridiculous. Which which was the copy of the, the Herschel Walker trade. Now, Mike Ditka was running the Saints. Like, people are like, Mike Ditka ran the Saints? Yes. Mike did. How'd that one work out? Not great. All right. Now, I also have two others. By the way, that, that last one you just said has to be coupled with the image of Ricky Williams in a wedding dress on the cover. <laughs> right. Of Which, by the way, by the way, is a copy of Dennis Rodman in the wedding dress. Right? Yep. Okay. Um... Then there's two trades, both involving the Lakers, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. One is the most obvious. That's the Chris Paul trade. And we have to remember at the time, okay, that the league was running or the league was, oh, at the time, the Pelicans were in such bad financial shape that the league had took, taken over for a couple of years. So David Cern had ultimate say, veto power of the trade. Back then, the Pelicans were the Hornets and because they had moved from Charlotte, who's now the Hornets. Very confusing, I know. They were the Bobcats. They were the Hornets. Then they created... Anyway, Chris Paul was traded to L.A. for... Um, uh, it was supposed to be a three-way deal that the league killed. And remember, it wasn't just uh, Chris Paul. It was going back in return was Lamar Odom, Luis Scola... Goran Dragic and the Rockets three-way trade got Pau Gasol. So not only did Chris Paul not play, prime Chris Paul not play for the Lakers, and we have no idea how that would have worked, but Pau Gasol, okay, at that point in time, he was distraught. 
Lamar Odom went completely off the deep end. That That's was right. basically the end of Lamar Odom's and not be, and even though the trade didn't happen, he was so distraught that he didn't want to be in LA anymore. They traded him to Dallas, and he was a complete mess. Complete the mess. Midway. The other one is this, and I don't know if you guys remember. Kobe Bryant wanted to be traded. They were going to trade him to the Chicago Bulls, and the Bulls didn't want to trade Luol Dang as part of the deal. Ah. Uh-huh. That's the midway. I don't remember the Luol Dang part of that. Yeah. Man. Uh, Buker had that one. Buker had that wow. one. Wow. That, that's the midway. Check out the latest lines in the world of sports. Bet River Sportsbook. Bet River is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21. Must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Wait to hear what LeVar Arrington had to say about Russell Wilson. That's next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Every day at this time, we like to play for you a portion of a previous show. We call it... What does the fuck say? Um, let's start with Dan Patrick. He had this to say about Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, everything he wanted, that he couldn't turn it down. You know, because sometimes you'll go, and I want that. Okay. And I want that. Okay. And I want that? Yeah. There's nothing more to ask for. It makes the most sense for him to stay there. You're going to play the AFC East and the NFC East next year. And you're going to play, you know, the teams in your division. You could pencil in 13 wins. Home field advantage. You keep Devontae Adams. You got running backs. You got a couple of really impactful defensive players. Got a good offensive line. It made sense for him to stay there. Certainly understand it. And he's going to get paid. Hey, you lost your quarterback's coach. He went to Denver. We're going to bring in your old quarterback's coach, Tom Clement. Okay. And we're going to give you $50 million a year for the next four years. $200 million, if that's the accurate number. Okay. Like, what was left? Aaron seemed like whatever they asked, you know, he asked for, they were going to get. This is a franchise that stood up for him with the immunization. Like, they, they were all in with him this past year. Yes, I, I completely agree. They did so many. I, th- there has to be some credit given to Brian Gunnikens because, look, man, it, we all have egos, okay? Especially the guys that say I have no ego, oftentimes they have the biggest egos. We all have egos. And to draft a quarterback... At the time, it made sense, especially there in the first round. And to have Aaron Rodgers kind of call you out and then still build a relationship and figure out what you like. I told you last year, no GM wants to be the guy that trades away Aaron Rodgers. Credit Brian Gunnikunst. Here's uh, Jonas Knox and LeVar Arrington, two pros and a cup of Joe about Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. The Pete Carroll-Russell Wilson relationship just seemed odd. Like, after last season. Yeah, after last, year, last offseason. Like, just based on all the reports, the rumors went out there. Because you remember, man, it, uh, Russell Wilson's agent going rogue with those uh, those four teams he wanted to go to uh, that Russell Wilson said, no, that's not true. The fact that his agent would just do that on his own, man, just reckless uh, work by his agent there. And then you had Pete Carroll comment afterwards. They were at training camp together, and they made sure to get on the mic together and let everybody yeah, know it's But you got to go good. a little bit backwards and and talk about how they called in the question that Pete Carroll doesn't have to answer to anyone. So there were moments where there were there weren't receipts connected to some of the things that were being said. Um, look, no, I think what Jonas is getting at: no agent goes rogue. Agents don't go rogue. Agents work for players. 
And we saw the seeds of this planted and it was basically a warning. And that's what I was told by some in the NFL was once they knew that last year they, they, they didn't go back and forth, but they did say, what would it take? What would you give us for Russell Wilson? This is from another team. Everyone in the league knew that relationship was done. What does the Fox, what does the Fox, what say? Does the Fox say is brought to you by Hustler Turf. The brand lawn care professionals have trusted for years when it comes to premium zero turn lawn mowers to run their business. And first weekend, Joe's Hustler Turf is a full lineup of residential mowers. Visit HustlerTurf.com. That's HustlerTurf.com. Daniel Jeremiah tells us about all these quarterback deals. Next on the Doug Gottlieb Show.